Hi everyone, uh, you might notice a lack of our regular theme music. Uh, you might be thankful that the adverts aren't here this week. Um, someone, me, uh, has had a bit of a technical breakdown and uh, all of that stuff uh, needs to be recreated. Um, so therefore we decided not to do the full podcast this week. Um, just simply, apart from anything else, I didn't have a laptop through uh, various uh, other circumstances as well. I now do, um, but we just decided it wasn't really feasible to do the full full episode this week with myself, Rob and Abby. We will return next week. In the meantime, before my computer did go into meltdown and I had to send it away, we did manage to catch up with Hungerford Town boss Danny Robinson and that chat uh, is here for you now. Uh, We'll see you back next week as normal. Hi everybody, I'm here with Danny Robinson, the Hungerford Town manager. Danny, hello. Hello mate, how are we? Oh, well, you're sat in your Audi, which is not a terrible place to be on a wet Tuesday morning. Yeah, horrible. Just, yeah, making my way into work and, uh, yeah, life of a football manager, win at the weekend and, yeah, back to work on the Monday. So, uh, yeah, yeah, nice surroundings at the minute. <laughs> it, uh, you, you, had, you had quite the start to the season on uh, on on Saturday 7 7-0 Plymouth Parkway did you did you see that coming i know i know like you can be confident you can there's a case of being overconfident did, but did you see a start like that because i think we've all been looking at hungerford going hmm yeah quietly they they they're looking good um well to be fair i went down to to watch plymouth against taunton pre-season i know you can't read too much into pre-season games and things like that but i thought i'll come away that night thinking wow what what a good side they were um just how they move the ball and they cause trouble you know to the to your back line and things like that and we just started well i think well say we started well they started better than us for the first 10 minutes and we had a very very lucky goal and then um yeah, we just we just grew in confidence from there, and you know we were ruthless at times. Um, everything I think we've had one of those days. Everything we hit went in. Obviously, a couple of decisions went went our way. Obviously, they had a man sent off pretty much straight after half time, and then we scored from that resulting free kick. And yeah, no, it was it was a perfect perfect start for us. But you know, I'm not under any you know disillusions with this league. This league's a very very tough league, and. You know, it's just one one game out of a load that we've got to contend with. And, you know, the Plymouth Parkway are a very good side. They probably mm. just had an off day. We had a very good day. And, you know, we're just pleased to, to get the win and uh, move on. It's um it, it must be it must be odd for you um going into going into this division where perhaps people are looking at you as the favourites where for for maybe two seasons in the National League South you were going into games as very much the underdogs. How have you adjusted how you've had to to do things? Yeah, in in all fairness, it was a bit of a culture shock, really, when I first went to Hungerford because, you know, with my time at Fatsham, people thought, you know, they're going into games, they're going to be favourites and winning games. You know, we were used to winning, you know, winning more than we were losing. And, um, it's yeah, you have to set up a little bit differently. It makes It's made me 10 times a better manager being at Hungerford Town. Um, especially in the National League, because it's such a unforgiving standard. If you're not, <laughs> you, you get hammered, and it's quite as simple as that. And you know, the first two years to before it obviously got stopped, we was in the playoffs. You know, the, the second year, well, the, th- um, the third year really when it was there. Uh, sorry, second year. You know, we finished just outside the playoffs. It's one of the highest that they've ever finished. And then, you know, obviously last year we got what we deserved. In in in, in all honesty, you know, we we had had to sell our best two centre-forwards. You know, Dwayne Adjapong also left. 
you know, we're, we're taking 40 goals out of the out of the side. Mm. It, it, you just can't replace it for what Hungerford can afford. You know, there were there were two special players. You know, obviously, especially Ryan Seager. Obviously, he's gone on to do really, really well with Dawkins as well. So it did hurt us, and it was bad recruitment for me over the summer. And you know, like I said, we did we did get what we deserved, and I got what I deserved. And you know, but that's just made me even more hungry and more determined to, for this year. Does did, did you when when you kind of have those those kind of summers? Because I, I think um, I think Pat when we when we chatted to Pat uh, the, the the former chairman a couple of when, a couple of months ago now he sort of he took it on himself to kind of say you know recruitment was was not you know perhaps not not where where it maybe should have been and I think he took responsibility for that quite quite well as 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 perhaps he he feels he should but at the same time you can't keep pulling rabbits out of hats can you? No, you can't. You, you can't. You know, we, us here at Hungerford, we don't have the luxury of going and spending, you know, three, four, five hundred pound on a centre forward. You just, you just don't. And we can't. And uh, you know, it's tough. Um, and you're trying to find rough diamonds. You're trying to find people. You know, players in the level below that. You know, you think that you can do that level and everything like that. And you know, we did get like you know, like I said, the. the the recruitment at the first season, you know, with people like Luke Kearney, Keith Emerson, people that have played long, long time in non-league football, uh, Callum Wilmoth, Matty Partridge, people like that, you know, they they know what non-league's about. Never, never necessarily played at that level, but they knew what non-league was about and, you know, the experience was it was massive for us. But, yeah, no, the recruitment, you know, me and Patrick, you know, like I said, he, he always dealt with the money side of things, always dealt with, you know, trying to entice players on the footballing side of things and we got it wrong you know that's that did happen I'm not big enough and ugly enough to admit that um obviously over the summer I I must admit it was it was a surprise necessarily to see you to see you stay maybe if I'm more into kind of my West Berkshire football if I know more about Hungerford Town and I talk to you a bit more often than I do maybe I'd know that that actually wasn't a surprise but was there ever not was there ever sort of a moment where you thought actually maybe someone else's it's someone else's turn or was it always just very much right dust yourself down because that I know that hurt you going down yeah yeah massively massively I've never felt so low in all my life um especially like I said at the final whistle at Ebb's Fleet that when we got beat 5-0 and I know we put me down I, you know, like I said, that's, that's you use many drivers in life, and this is a driver never to feel like that again. Uh, in all honesty, it, it, if if it wasn't for the, the committee and things like that, I should have been sacked. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm not, not like once again, like I said, it's it's that black and white for me. You know, they've stuck by me. Um, you know, and in all honesty, Hungerford Town is a brilliant football club to manage because there's some brilliant people behind the scenes and. And everything like that, and you know they stuck by me, and I can't thank them enough for that. And you know why? Why, why would I want to walk away from uh, a club that would stuck by me uh, by going down? You know why would I want to walk away from people that believe in me? Because the new chairman has come in, the new com- uh, the committee, and everything like that. The meetings that we've had, you know, have been nothing but positive and brilliant. Um, they fully believe in me, fully believe in what I can, what I can do as a manager, and what my staff can do. And, you know, I, I've been left alone, if I'm honest with you, uh, to get on with it. And, yeah, well, hopefully, like the recruitment this summer uh, for this division, I felt it's gone it's gone fairly well. And, you know, like I said, we, we kind of hit the ground running on Saturday. 
<laughs> it, it certainly let, let's let's leave let's leave last season behind now. That's that's you know we we've discussed that. I probably wanted to try to chat to you about that kind of maybe a couple of weeks ago. But we we we're, we're firmly into the new season now. Um, you've you've got what appear to be some some brilliant players in. You've had a great first result. Um, Obviously, one player that everybody knows about, especially around these parts, is, is Sean Moore. Um, and you, you've got Sean in. Um, how exciting a player is that for you? Oh, I fell in love with him the minute he walked in the door. If I'm if I'm honest, just just purely because of his personality. You know, he's a larger than life character. Uh, he's a winner, and to top it off, he's he's a very 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 good player. Um, we didn't see the best of him in pre-season. <laughs> Oh, excuse me, um, because the first preseason game he got injured. Uh, he done his done his ankle and it swelled up, and he missed quite a bit of bit of preseason. Uh, but obviously, come back towards the end and everything like that, and it just you know it showed to me that like, I feel he's going to be a very important player because I started him on on Saturday when he hasn't done as much preseason as others. So yeah, no, he he's a terrific player, terrific lad. Uh, I know he's going to be a real real asset for us. Um, still got to get him fit, and he knows that. Yeah. You know. A bit fitter, but once he's fit, I'm sure he's going to be a terrific player. I'm, I'm just looking at your next fixtures, and that is a slightly, uh, slightly uh, foreboding set of fixtures you've got there. Um, Chesham United away, Bracknell Town away, Beaconsfield Town away at uh, home. Um, obviously, you know, there's a couple of sides in there you know a bit about, um, but Chesham United certainly away. Uh, that that's no, that's going to be no easy fixture on Saturday, is it? No, not at all. You know, I, I think I said um, in one of my interviews with with Hungerford that I think if anybody finished above Chesham, will win the league. Um, and obviously, they started off great guns, being three 0 up at half time against Hamwell, and Hamwell are a very, very good side themselves. So, yeah, no, we we know what's in front of us. We've done done obviously done our homework, done our bits and pieces. We'll be working on them tonight and Thursday night, and we'll go and give it a go. You know, it's it's a refreshing change a little bit because. Like I said, last year was a little bit trying to learn, learning not how to get beat, where this year it's learning how to go and win a game. So, which there is a difference. Um, and like I said, we're going to go to Cheshire full of confidence. We've got a few more players back uh, that should be fit and available for us because um, the squad is a very, very strong one. And uh, it's a challenge that we want to take on. But this make no, no, no beans about it. They're, they're, they're our top side and, you know, they're going to be right up there. Um, and I think, you know, like I said, if anybody does finish above them, they're going to win the league. Well, you, ne- you never know, mate. You never know. It could be, could well be hungry. How, how do you sort of? I, I know the the sort of the overwhelming look of from what I saw on social media, anyway, which you shouldn't always, you know, take to heart. But last season, the overwhelming thing was a frustration. Um, from fans of not Hungerford, from non-fans of Hungerford Town, about the way that you guys played, and I think we kind of already already talked about this, but but you set up for for how you think you're going to get a point out of the game, a result out of the game, and <clears throat> I know we kind of already talked about this, but obviously you are looking at these games differently now, aren't you? You, you are you are literally going in there as the team that should should win this game. Yeah, like I think it was a little bit of a false. I think one one manager, I think it was Steve King. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, that come out and, and said, "Oh, you know, they, we we don't play the beautiful game beautifully, or something like that." I read, or you know, that, that's absolute rubbish in in completing that truth. You know, we do we like to get the ball down. We like to play attacking football. I've always been, you know, for my centre forwards. You've known me a long time. <laughs> I've had some wonderful centre forwards. Yeah, you know, people like you know Shane Cooper, Clark, and you know I had Liam Ferdinand, obviously there, Gav James. You know, my time Ross Cook at Fatchum, uh, Ryan Seager, so Andrew Smith. 
playing Ajapong, you know, great centre forwards that I've had, you know, since I've been working a bit more locally. And it, we, it was, and we got tarnished with it, and it, it kind of went, you know, uh, and the dark arts and things like that. But, you know, we we, <laughs> we did do it. We, we did. The dark arts, I'm not going to hide away from. Obviously, you can't do it no more because you'll now be playing until midnight if you uh, yeah. kick off at three o'clock. <laughs> but it, it's everything trying to, to win a game of football or, or, or don't get beat at that National League level. You know, we're, we're coming against sides that have doubled the budget and doubled the player power and doubled the attendance and... And you know, there's you've got to squeeze absolutely everything out of the players, and you've got to try and set up to be hard to beat. You've got to try and set up to go and you know nick what you can. And you know, for the first two seasons, it worked. And but like I said, we had a special player that would put the ball in the back of the net. Um, <laughs> that's one thing I've learnt massively. You've got to have that at the top end. Mm. Can, we lost what was it, twelve games, one nil. You know, and that yeah. kind of kind of tells you the story really uh but yeah it is completely different now we you know we, we, we managed to recruit you know Connor mcdonough who's a terrific center forward you know we kept great evans but he's out injured at the minute obviously david bermang who you know who uh, we wanted to he played five games for us last year in the national league scored five goals you know and he, he's hopefully going to be back september time so we have, we've got definitely got goals in us, as well as, you know, people like Michael Fernandez, Ellis Watts and, and Fabio Lopez. Um, the, the I've obviously been paying more attention to, to Hungerford over the last couple of years. The the number of fans, the number of supporters, the sort of just the 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 support that the club has seems to have grown. It, it, I'm not imagining that, am I? No, not at all. Um, I think since I've walked through the door that... You know, the, the attendances have gone up and up and up and up. And we do a lot more things in the community. We do a lot more things with the uh, with the Hungerford Town Juniors, who've massively, you know, we've, we've all come under one roof. And uh, and it's massive. You know, that's not, you know, that's a manager's job as well. You've got to, you know, you've got to bond every asset of, the, of a football club. You know, it's not just the first team. You've got to make sure that you do get the, the people through the gate. You make sure that, you know, if there's a junior section, that they feel involved in that they know the players and that, you know, like I said, we go and do training sessions for them and everything like that. And it's a real community feel at Hungerford. You know, Hungerford's a population of, I think it's about five and a half thousand. Yeah. Five <laughs> thousand. Um, you know, so it's the smallest town. I think it's even one of the smallest towns in the in the Southern Premier League. So it, it, it's massive for us to do that. And we have started to get more and more, you know, I think, you know, our way attendances are, per person, per population is the, was the highest in the National League. So it is, it's getting bigger, it's getting better. Um, but obviously, it, at the end of the day, we still do have to do our job on the pitch. <laughs> um, it, it's really interesting, you sort of say, making sure that, you know, the, the fans know the players. It's, it's something that I sort of carry, I, I think I think that can get lost at non-league level at times because you think, oh, we're just, we're, you know, we're just, just Saturday afternoon players, you know, with maybe and and actually that what what people don't always realise, and this is this came out of something that um, that Ellis Woods at Barks County said to me a couple of years ago on their Vars run. He said, and I've spoken to, to a few people about this, but he said to the players, like, you know, find a kid, you know, you know, talk to talk to the kids and stuff like that, because those kids they see you as their superstars. They are, yeah. you know, that you you that's what you are to them. You're you're there. They go into school talking about you, and you can't. And I think you get you lose that sometimes. You forget that in non-league football. Yeah, it's massive for us. We like we have ten to twenty juniors outside the tunnel after every game, wanting photos, autographs. <laughs> you know, it's 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 important that you give back to people that come and watch you. And like you said, they, you know, I grew up. I went to Kingstonian when I was younger, and. 
you know, I remember players, Turkey and Mustafa and things like that. I thought, you know, they were they were unbelievable players and I wanted to be like them. And, you know, and it is about giving back. I think you do find some people that, um, you know, are a little bit, you know, it's just about me and, you know, and what happens at 90 minutes and regardless what, you know, what comes with the rest. But I'm not like that. My football club's not like that. It's, yeah, it is about giving back to people that pay their hard-earned money. Uh, uh, that we, like I say, continue to do that. And, uh, you know, as long as I'm at Hungerford Town, we're going to be as most community-based as we physically can. Lovely. I've got just a couple of questions from uh, Chris Bowden on Facebook. <laughs> he dropped us a couple of messages. I presume you know Chris. Yeah, um, we just started we, we started posting stuff on the Hungerford Notice Board on on Facebook, and we've got a few responses. Um, he says, who's the best player you've worked with? Let's, let's leave out the current crop. Current crop, best player I've worked with... Um... Warren Bentley, uh, he's definitely one of them. Uh, I had Warren when he was a young, young kid at Allsford, then obviously went to Winchester. I took him to Hungerford a little bit. Um, it didn't kind of quite work out. Uh, but Warren Bentley is definitely one of the best players that I've ever ever worked with. Um, Tom Melladew, he's another one that, um, you know, my bar's winning captain. He's definitely one of the, the, the best players that I've, I've worked with. Once again, just a character in and around the changing room and leadership qualities and everything like that. Um, obviously, Ron Ryan, I'm going to say Ryan. Um, you know, Ryan is—he's a, a special, special player. Um, who's like I said, he, he should, we should never have had him in, really in the first place. And <laughs> you know, we, we we were blessed to see him. But uh, but yeah, and I've been blessed to work with many, many players over over my my career. And um, you know, like I said, I'm still only 37. I'm still uh, still feel I'm learning. Still feel I'm trying to grow. No, I mean, I'm older better. than you, Danny. That makes me feel bad. <laughs> you know, I started God. when I was 21. Started when I was 25. <laughs> so I've been doing it a long time now, but. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take it away for the world. Um, career ambitions? Uh, to put Hungerford back. That's my first and foremost one. That's what I want to try and do. You know, like I said, is that going to happen this season or not? We don't know, but obviously we want to give it as best go as we physically can. Uh, to be happy in my football. I think that's one of the best things, you know, biggest things you can be now. You've got to be happy in, in, in doing your football. I think the only thing really and truthfully, I've done pretty much every step now uh, at football, at non-league level. I think the only thing left to do is probably, if I can, get myself into full time. But, you know, you're going to listen to any manager that, that wants to do that. You know, they want to get out and wake up in the morning and get out on a football pitch, you know, not sat in a car park at a caravan company waiting to go in there and listen to customers talk. So, but yeah, that that, that would be the last bits and pieces really and truthfully for me. You know, I'm, I'm going to do football and be a manager as physically as long as I can and you know and hopefully fingers crossed it may take that path but my immediate future is you know is, is trying to uh, take on this um, Southern League Premier uh, with Hungerford and see how, how well we can go. Um, Chris has also he's asked he's got two more questions which he's asked I'll ask these um, who which manager do you look up to kind of as a role model and I'll add which one who are you most looking forward to catching up with this season? Uh, so uh, the role model for me, I always remember, was Danny Cowley. Um, I, went, I took a Winchester side to Concord Rangers years and years ago in the FA Cup. We got beat 3-2. And just the time that, you know, he, he gave me there, because um, I knew obviously a little bit about him and his brother. Uh, he, he he obviously went on and he done everything like uh, us non-league managers want to do. You know, went to Lincoln, done obviously, done brilliant well at Braintree before that. <clears throat> Manage Portsmouth, you know, and he come from non-league, so he he's something that I you know I look up to, and every time I've kind of met him or had a brief chat with him, he's always been been brilliant. Um, 
another manager, I probably, you know, I probably would say, yeah, I probably would say Danny Bloor. Um, he, he's another manager. Obviously, I know he's at Welling now, but he was at Eastbourne. He's always been on the end of the phone for me. And, you know, he's, he's a person that I think uh, I've made a good friend in football. Uh, he's, you know, a terrific manager. I'm sure he's going to do really work, really work well in. And probably the manager I'm looking forward to seeing the most, uh, I'll probably say, yeah, it's got to be under it, at Beckinsfield, I think. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I think he, 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 to me, he's class personified. Um, he is really and truthfully. And, uh, you know, I, I wish him well, obviously not, not the following, not the following Saturday, <laughs> but, you know, he, he, he's a class act and, you know, he really deserves a, you know, um, uh, you know, like I said, the brilliant things with Bakes, obviously at Slough, yeah. and now obviously I know he's he's gone out on his own and things like that. Pretty much like I did, you know, I started off as a joint and then I went out on my own. Uh, you know, he he he's brilliant. He's a brilliant manager, a brilliant man, uh, first and foremost as well. And like I said, I wish him all the best, but not Nick Sally. <laughs> um, I have one final question. I have been absolutely fascinated, and it's some wonders for page views on our website. What's the Bristol Rovers connection? Bristol, so that just come about really and truthfully, you know, when, um, uh, like say you get players that are listed for loan and everything like that. And then at the time, uh, there was uh, a chap that worked for us. He said, look, we've got a goalkeeper at Bristol Rovers for the start of next year called Jed Ward. Would you be interested in? And it just started from there. We've got really good connection, really good relationship with them, with Swindon and with, and to be fair, with Wickham. Wickham have just been as good as, as what as what Bristol Rovers got. But the two lads that we had from Bristol Rovers last year uh, in, you know, Jed Ward, obviously now at Willstone. And, you know, going back to one of my favourite players to work with, um, you know, Ryan Jones was unbelievable. He was, you know, I forgot about him, but he he he's a special, special player. Uh, and, yeah, we just sometimes with loanies, you don't know how they're going to go or you don't know what you're going to get from them. But those two really bought into everything. And I know the experience at Hungerford Town is going to make them a lot more stronger and a lot more better. And it was chuffed that they both got extra deals to stay on at yeah. Bristol Rose. I was going to say, yeah, they both got they got, both got high words of praise from Joey Barton, didn't they? And they both got extended deals. So, um, yeah. hopefully, that as you say, that Hungerford Town moment puts them in uh, in good stead for the future. Well, Danny, I wish you the best of luck um, going into the weekend against Chesham United. Um, it's a bit a bit taskmaster. Um, I don't watch the show. I don't even know why I've said it. I've got absolutely nothing more to add on that one. Um, but it's uh, it's the the Taskmaster sponsored club, um, so it's going to be a bit of a bit of a challenge for you guys. Um, but I wish you the very best of luck. Um, anything you wanted to add, that, Danny? Just quickly, anything no, the fans no. can look forward to. Yeah, no, like just hopefully we can, you know, continue what we started on Saturday and, you know, to, to grow Hunkford Town, not just obviously on the pitch, but off the pitch as well. And yeah, um, fingers crossed we can continue to, um, to, to move on and grow together. Cheers, Danny Robinson. Thank you very much. Cheers, bud.